All right. Okay. It is Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. And my name is Fid965. Yes, that's F E D 965. And welcome to Baby Blue Viper. Um, yeah, so just a, you know, a recap. I went to the dentist this morning here in uh, Spain. And um, it was, um, you know, it was quite the experience. And I say this uh, more than anything because, you know, it's... I'm going to the dentist in uh, you know a different country other than the you know the U.S. of A. So that in itself is an experience, and it was also quite noteworthy to uh, you know to see how um, uh, you know a, a dentist office operates in a different country. And you are probably saying, well. Isn't it, you know, exactly the same? Uh, answer is no. It's not exactly the same. There are differences, um, though there are, of course, similarities. Kind of like everything, or a lot of things, perhaps, is, um, you know, the, the more accurate way to put it. Um, so, point is, you know, I went to the dentist, um... And you know, uh, chit chatted with, you know, uh, you know the different, uh, well, you know the you know, the front desk, um, um, ladies, the um, the the X-ray uh, lady, uh, as well as uh, you know the office manager, and as well as the um uh the doctor um so there's just a lot of chit chatting going on you know over here and over there um it looks like i am running low on battery here so let's see what's going to happen here um i might have to you know take a quick pause perhaps we can do it on the go so to speak, uh, because the point is that, you know, uh, did that and, you know, I'm still, um, you know, processing, you know, the information. I actually, I just woke up from a nap, so I'm a little out of it. Um, however, at the same time, you know, in a way, I did feel like, uh, you know, the nap was, you know, quite refreshing. It um you know helped me you know uh, you know align you know or realign myself I would say not only uh, physically but perhaps also mentally spiritually and uh, emotionally and you're probably asking how does a nap do that and the answer is in a lot of different ways um, as you know here on Baby Blue Viper we've been talking about naps for a while now as to the importance of taking naps um, so uh, you know without going into all the details and the you know the pros and cons of uh, you know taking a nap um, uh, point is you should um, 
more likely than not uh, take a nap uh, at some point okay so I think that's a good place to just to keep moving here we've got a few different things we need to cover um, you know, first off being that the price of Bitcoin this very moment is 22,638 USD and the block height is 773567 and of course one Bitcoin is equal to one Bitcoin so now I'm gonna go to uh, to my book here uh, black leather bound as you know and uh, you know I'm, uh, I'm reading here that we have 797 days left and you know, I've got a blue pen in my hand and uh, we shall now cross the day off so with that the day has been crossed off and that is what it is and you know it was for a second uh, you know uh, daydreaming or dozing off between uh or excuse me between uh, uh, uh memories reality i'm looking out uh you know the window here i'm not actually in bed at the moment so it's just kind of a, a big deal here i'm not looking out the french window i'm looking at a, a different window here um, i'm actually on the sofa my legs are you know on the uh, top of the uh uh, the armrest. Um, I do have some pillows though behind my lower back. Uh, um, windows to my right. So I'm looking out here, you know, to uh, you know the city. Uh, this would be the city in Spain where I'm currently at. And uh, as to what I see and what I can hear and feel, well, that's really uh, there's a lot to get to there. So. It's definitely a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, I would say that the sun is starting to go down now. It's a little chilly. Um, not really inside, though. It's really nice and warm inside. And I'm actually wearing an off-white hoodie. Uh, hood is down. I've got a blue and white uh, swim trunks on with a rectangular pattern. Uh, no socks on. Um, and... Uh, you know, I can hear people down below, uh, you know, walking around, chit-chatting, uh, you know, going about their lives. And I can also, you know, hear some honks, um, yeah, quite a few honks. Um, and over there, there's something going on in the hill. I'm not really sure what. Uh, point is, I actually, you know, before we move on here, before we get to the news, before we, you know, dive back into um, uh, well, our topic here today, I think uh, we are continuing our topic of uh, of BDSM, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we will be, you know, exploring, um, you know, we'll be exploring that a little further. So uh, that's exciting, right? answer is yes um so uh, but before we all get a little bit too excited let me go get a charger here so give me a second
Alright. Um, we are now uh, good to go. So, yeah. Where uh, were we? I think we were getting ready to, to analyze the news so that we could, you know, move on to the topic. Um, yeah, so why don't we just do that? Uh, let's see what we got. What do we got? What is going on? Uh, probably a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Um, so from CNN, Germany approves long-awaited delivery of Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine as U.S. finalizes plans to send Abrams. The AP, the AP interview, Pope says homosexuality not a crime. From Reuters, North Korea locks down capital city over respiratory illness. From Sky News, what is the doomsday clock and how does it work? From BBC News, China COVID coffins sell out as rural losses mounts. Oof. From the Washington Post, India's BJP government tries to suppress BBC documentary on Modi. Um... From the Moscow Times, Ukraine dismisses key officials in anti-graft purge. From the Reuters, heavy snow causes havoc in Japan as cold snap sweeps through Asia. Well, so, uh, that's what we're dealing with here today. Um, you know, Wednesday 25th, 2023, uh, which is also hump day, so... I'll uh, we'll definitely um, see how many people make it to the other side of the hump. Uh, I can already feel that this might be a, you know, a pretty big hump. Uh, so we might lose a, a few. Uh, however, hopefully not too many. Um, we don't want that. So let's just, um, you know, uh, get going here. Um, so let's, uh, you know, let's pick up here. You know, Wikipedia is helping us here on um, behavioral and uh, physiological aspects of BDSM. BDSM is commonly mistaken as being all about pain. Freud was uh, confounded by the complexity and counterintuitiveness of practitioners doing things that are self-destructive and painful. Rather than pain, BDSM practitioners are primarily concerned with power, humiliation, and pleasure. The aspects of D forward slash S and uh, B forward slash D may not include physical suffering at all, but include the sensations experienced by different emotions of the mind. In the three categories of BDSM, only sadomasochism specifically requires pain. This is typically a means to an end, as a vehicle for feelings of humiliation, dominance, etc. In psychology, this aspect becomes a deviant behavior once the act of inflicting or experiencing pain becomes a substitute for the main source of sexual pleasure. In its most extreme, the preoccupation of this kind of pleasure can lead participants to view humans as in, insane, insensate means of sexual gratification. Dominance and submission of power are an entirely different experience and are not, and are not always uh, psychologically associated with physical pain. Many BDSM activities involve no pain or humiliation, but just the exchange of power and control. During the activities, the participants may feel endorphin effects comparable to runner's high into the afterglow of orgasm. The corresponding trance-like mental state is also, called, is also called subspace for the submissive and dom space for the dominant. Some use body stress to describe this physiological sensation. The experience of uh, uh, algolagnia is important, but is not the only uh, 
motivation for many BDSM pr practitioners. And this aglolagnia is a sexual tendency which is defined by deriving sexual pleasure and, and stimulation from physical pain, often involving uh, on uh, erogenous zone. Studies conducted indicate differences in how the brains of those with aglolagnia interpret uh, nerve input. So the philosopher Edmund Burke called the sensation of pleasure derived from pain sublime. Couples engaging uh, in uh, consensual BDSM tend to show hormonal changes that indicate decreases in stress and increases in emotional bonding. There is an array of BDSM practitioners who take part in sessions in, sessions in which they do not receive any personal gratification. They enter such situations solely with the intention to allow their partners to indulge their own needs or fetishes. Professional dominants do this in exchange for money, but non-professionals do it for the sake of their partners. In some BDSM sessions, the top expresses the bottom to a range of sensual experiences such as pinching, biting, scratching with fingernails, erotic spanking, erotic electrostimulation, and the use of crops, whips, liquid wax, ice cubes, and uh, Luxembourg wheels. Fixation by handcuffs, ropes, or chains may occur. The repertoire of possible toys is limited only by the imagination of both partners. To some extent, everyday items such as clothes, spins, wooden spoons, and plastic wrap are used in sex play. It is commonly considered that a pleasurable BDSM experience during a session depends strongly on the top's competence and experience in the bottom's physical and mental state. Trust and sexual arousal help the partners enter a shared mindset. Okay, that's uh, you know important here. And uh, uh, you know for types of play, uh, you know following are some of the types of BDSM play: animal role play, breast torture, cock and ball torture (CBT), erotic electrostimulation, edge play, flogging, golden showers. This would be urinate. Human furniture, Japanese bondage, medical play, paraphilic infantilism, play piercing, pre predicament bondage, pussy torture, cellophilia, sexual role play, spanking, suspension, tickle torture, wax play. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what we're dealing with here. Um, now, of course, there are many other uh, 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 types of play. Um, so, you know, I think this is a good place to, you know, to make sure. Um, by the way, for any, you know, one who didn't know, uh, salophilia is a sexual fetish or paraphilia that involves arriving erotic pleasure from soiling or disheveling the object of one's desire usually an attractive person. It may involve tearing or damaging their clothing, covering them in mud or filth, or messing their hair or makeup. Okay, so I think this really is a good uh, place to segue into reality again. Um, and, you know, uh, we're really, you know, talking about here that, um, um, you know, in Western philosophy right, at the moment, that, you know, the view that there is a reality independent of any beliefs, perceptions, etc., is called realism. More specifically, philosophers are given to speaking about realism about this and that, such as realism about universals or realism about the external world, generally where one can identify any class of object, the existence or essential characteristics of which is said not to depend on perceptions, beliefs, language, or any other human artifact. One can speak of realism about 
bad object. One can also speak of anti-realism about the same objects. Anti-realism is the latest in a long series of terms for views opposed to realism. Perhaps the first was idealism, so-called, because reality was said to be in the mind or a product of our ideas. Um, Berkeleyan idealism is the view propounded by the Irish empiricist George Berkeley that the object's perception are actually ideas in the mind. In this view, one might be tempted to say that reality is a mental construct. This is not quite accurate. However, since in Berkeley's view, perceptual ideas are created and coordinated by God, by the 20th century, views similar to Berkeley's were called phenomenalism. Phenomenalism differs from Berkeley and idealism primarily in that Berkeley believed that minds or souls are not merely ideas nor made up of ideas, whereas Varieties of uh, phenomenalism, such as that advocated by Russell, tended to go further to say that the mind itself is merely a collection of perceptions, memories, etc., and that there is no mind or soul over and above such mental events. Finally, anti-realism became a fashionable term for any view which held that the existence of some object depends upon the mind or cultural artifacts. The view that the so-called external world is really merely a social or cultural artifact called social constructionism is one variety of anti-realism. Cultural relativism is the view that social issues such as morality are not absolute, but at least partially cultural artifact. A correspondence theory of knowledge about what exists claims that true knowledge of reality represents accurate correspondence of statements about and images of reality with the actual reality that the statements or images are attempting to represent. For example, the scientific method can verify that a statement is true based on the observable evidence that a thing exists. Many humans can point to the Rocky Mountains and say that this mountain ridge exists and continues to exist even if no one is observing it or making statements about it. Yeah, that's really what we're talking about here. And this brings us right back to safety in terms of BDSM. Remember, uh, besides safe sex, BDSM sessions often require a wider array of safety precautions than vanilla sex, uh, sexual behavior without BDSM elements. To ensure consent related to BDSM activity, pre-plate negotiations are commonplace, especially among partners who do not know each other very well. In practice, pickup scenes at clubs or parties may sometimes be low in negotiation, much as pickup sex from singles bars may not involve much negotiation or disclosure. These negotiations concern the interests and fantasies of each partner and establish a framework of both acceptable and unacceptable activities. This kind of discussion is a typical unique selling proposition of BDSM sessions and quite commonplace. Additionally, safe words are often arranged to provide for an immediate stop of any activity. If any participant should so, should so desire, safe words are words or phrases that are called out when things are either not going as planned or have crossed a threshold one cannot handle. They are sometimes both party. They are, excuse me. They are something both parties can remember and recognize, and are by definition not words commonly used playfully during any kind of scene. Words such as "no," "stop," and "don't" are often inappropriate as a safe word if the role-playing aspect includes the illusion of non-consent. The traffic light system (TLS) is the most commonly used set of safe words. Red, meaning stop immediately and check the status of your partner. Yellow, meaning slow down, be careful. Green, meaning I'm all good, we can start. If used, it's normally uttered by everyone involved before the scene can start. At most clubs and group organized BDSM parties and events, dungeon monitors, DMs, provide an additional safety net for the people playing there, ensuring that house rules are followed and safe words respected. 
BDSM participants are expected to understand practical safety aspects, such as the potential for harm to body parts. Confusion or scarring of the skin can be a concern using crops, whips, or floggers. The top's fine motor skills and anatomical knowledge can make the difference between a satisfying session for the bottom and a highly unpleasant experience that may even entail severe physical harm. The very broad range of BDSM toys and physical and psychological control techniques often requires a far-reaching knowledge of details related to requirements of the individual session, excuse me, session, such as anatomy, physics, and uh, psychology. Despite these risks, these risks, BDSM activities usually result in far less severe injuries in sports like boxing and football, and BDSM practitioner, practitioners do not visit emergency rooms any more often than the general population. It is necessary to be able to identify each person's psychological squicks or triggers in advance to avoid them. Such losses of emotional balance due to sensory or emotional overload are a fairly commonly discussed issue. It is important to follow participants' reactions emphatically and continue or stop accordingly. For some players, sparking freakouts or deliberately using triggers may be the desired outcome. Safe words are one way for BDSM practices to protect both parties. However, partners should be aware of each other's psychological states and behaviors to prevent instances where the freakouts prevent the use of safe words. After any BDSM activities, it is important that the participants go through sexual aftercare to process and calm down from the activity. After the sessions, participants can need aftercare because their bodies have experienced trauma and they need to mentally come out of the role play. All right, so are we all now getting there? Are we all getting it? Um, uh, and if anyone's not, uh, I suggest, of course, that uh, you uh, hit pause and, uh, you know, rewind and, uh, you know, uh, go again. Um, and, yeah, until, of course, you get it. Uh, or perhaps until we all get it. Let's, let's, let's put it like that. Because this is, you know, a communal project here. Um, so we need to make sure that everyone gets it in order for us all to get it. Um, so let's do that. Um, make sure that we all have a firm grip on this. Um, because, you know, we're just going to, you know, keep, uh, you know, exploring here. Uh, you know, keep diving in. Um, and, um, you know, should really be uh you know quite the experience um so you know with that i hope you have a you know, fantastic uh, rest of your wednesday um whatever you know you're you're into um yeah so yeah uh, also just make sure to to get to the other side of the hump uh, uh i'll see you there Hopefully I see most of you there, um, though I'm pretty sure that a lot of you won't make it. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's rough. It's definitely rough, but it is the way it is, is it not? The answer is yes. Uh, so, you know, with that, um, I think I'm going to actually go have uh, either a mantle lane or a muffin. Um, as to the differences between a mandolin and a muffin um there are some theories that say that a mandolin is a type of muffin very well could be or they could be two completely separate things 
We'll be getting into that and a whole lot more here as we go. Just got a lot you know, to get to, a lot to cover. So just have a, a fantastic day. And I will uh, see you soon.